the only internet show that doesn't currently have someone under investigation for grooming minors. This, this is, is the Game, Game Grumpers. Welcome to the Bombers. This is me, the number three Bombers, Zyber. With me also is the number five Bomber, Deg. I am the number five Bomber, Deg, and don't you forget it. And in about five minutes, we might have number one Bomber, Spiegel. Yeah, number one Bomber off doing a number one right now. hey Yeah, nice. Yeah, but was... in the meantime, <clears throat> I think the two of us can't handle this show. Uh, we got some awesome things to talk about, a bunch of releases, a bunch of things we did this past week, which isn't actually much. Uh, I guess I will start with some bombastic news. Or Well, let me just real quick, Zyber, apologize. Um, I don't know how well Spiegel's editing did, but there are people right outside the window of my house doing road construction so there might be some some noises in background problems throughout the show and there's nothing i can do about that so you'll have to deal with it yeah i can't hear on discord but who knows what audacity is picking up yeah i was checking my waveforms and audacity was picking some of that up awesome. we also have a specific request from spiegel who is on the toilet right now asking that his comments be read on the show so that he can live comment so it's a little awkward but you know don't tell them which audio edit we use. Oh, well, you just have to uh, edit that out. <laughs> yeah, put just uh, put put a put a put a bleep in post. Yeah, don't uh, tell them. That, on. Don't tell them that we use the GarageBand for this. That Apple iMusic or whatever. I don't know what any uh, editing programs are. So, anyways, let's get to some awesome news that came out recently, as in the day we're recording this exciting yes so the world ends with you anime the first episode was released today which i'm super excited to watch i'll be watching it before the release of this podcast episode it's gonna be great and also with the release they gave a trailer for the neo world the world ends with you which is a sequel to the world ends with you it's gonna come out on switch ps4 Maybe PC, I'm still confused about that. And it looks pretty awesome. Um, it's Did you, you said you have not watched the new anime episode? No, because it came out like halfway through today, and I've been at work. Oh, that recently. Wow. I apparently was not paying attention. Yeah, so Haley, my fiance, has been uh, screaming at me through our messenger app about it and i'm just like well we'll have to watch it tomorrow and she goes i was gonna watch it tonight and i'm just like well then how am i gonna watch it you watch it by yourself or watch it with her the second time i'll have to ask her for her funimation credentials again fun times but yeah people new to the series i highly suggest either getting the world ends with you somehow or watch the anime and then the Neo The World Ends With You comes out in July, which is, I, I always love it when, you know, they finally announce the game is like, you know, just a couple months down the road from now. <clears throat> or they come out and they're like, hey, by the way, we've been working on this and oh, you can go buy it now. Yeah, it is out now on the eShop yeah. for free. 
I I really like The World Ends With You, the first one on DS. I did end up buying the Switch one to try and relive those memories, and it does not hold up on that port because they ported the cell phone version of the game. I mean, the big issue is that you'll never have superior controls as the touch controls on the 3DS. Instead, they exactly. had motion control with the Joy-Cons. And a bunch of weird gooberness going on there. It was pretty nice having two-player, one-person control the second party member during battles but like that's something that you know the second player has to be into because they don't have any control outside of battles yeah it's like a um play with your kid who just likes to hold the controller like the whole you can help with mario by wiggling around on the <laughs> super mario galaxy and what, yeah. what are you doing are you just selecting the, sh- the shine drops the star particles you're, you're using all the star fragments stuff so you don't have them to feed the stars i'm just glad that they're finally getting their act together and adding a girlfriend mode to these <gasps> anime nerd games because all anime nerds have girlfriends now Th- things are different things have times have changed hello everyone actually they have had that there was it was like fallen fantasy 9 and all of the tales of games had multiplayer during the battles oh yeah the tales games were fun multiplayer i remember playing that with my friend who's dead now in high school. rip <laughs> Rip, I'm dead now. Rip, tear. Well, you'll have to let us know on the Discord what you think of the anime, Zyber. Yeah, I know the art style of it um, is slightly off from the game, so I'll have to get used to it, but I imagine it will grow on me pretty well. Yeah. Speaking of the Discord, cough, nudge, nudge, Zyber. Yes. Our news, our newscaster. It's doing to the bomb, the rest of the bombastic news. You know, the news that is bombastic. We have our Discord, link in the descri- description below that you can join to listen to us talk about things that aren't only talked about on the podcast. Join us in clubs like the... Uh-huh. We have gu- we have clubs. There's <laughs> a lot of good clubs. There's, there's, there's the album involved. of the week club. Which we're going to talk about on this very episode of Bombers. There's the Ring Fat Adventure Club, which is us talking about how fat we all are. There's the Game Club, which is making a comeback, baby. Announcement coming soon. Announcement here on the show, um, which is, hey, go check out the Game Club channel, because as this episode is releasing, we're also announcing... Oh, I, did, I didn't know that was. I didn't know that was confirming. Okay, thank That's you. That's what's happening. Okay, it's, I'm doing it. I'm it is now confirmed. It right now. I'm doing it. Fight me. We better edit it out if it's not actually confirmed. I'll, I'll add a beep in post, no, like like when you talked about our audio editing program. Just a really yeah, long you know. beep. Which is which is by the way okay. is free, and you know we don't have any sponsors, so I guess we can say it. It's too late. We're using Skype. No, we're not. What else? What else, what other cool <laughs> gross? What other cool things do you have in the news there, Zyber? Um, if you feel like uh, getting even more involved in our involvedness, you can follow us on <laughs> Twitch. Uh, this is Bombers, and watch us play video games every Friday night. We're usually playing a community game that allows a bunch of people to play with us or just join the voice chat with us. I uh, know eventually hang, hang out. Yeah, eventually we want to try to get the Ocarina of Time multiplayer randomizer set up, and we've also Excited. been wanting to play Fortune Street. 
Yeah! These are things that are in the plans. We are actively working on making this happen for you, the fans, who've just been raving for some Fortune Street The Fortune Street, Street thing we know is happen. mostly me raving and, and ranting and raving and, and complaining that we don't play enough Fortune Street on the show, so... Yeah, I'm just so excited to play a game where everyone just goes against Spiegel and make sure he doesn't win. Don't don't piddle my Fortune Street, bro. <laughs> don't do that to I me. I will piddle he all always, over your Fortune he Street. He always does that to me, and it drives me insane. He doesn't even care about winning. He just wants to make sure that I don't. It's infuriating. You know, if that happens, I'm just going to play specifically to make you win. Whoa. Ari will be two against two. Let's see what happens. 2v2. Two two, Fortune, Whoa, Fortune Street. First Fortune Street teams would think be it would weird. Work. You could t- probably totally do that, honestly. Well, we got to do it. We're going to show the world Fortune Street teams. Um, also, if you have any questions that you want us to answer on the podcast, which we have been getting some questions, so at some point we'll have to answer them. Finally. Uh, you can either uh, email us at our Gmail, uh, this is bombers at gmail.com, or you could just uh, join the Discord and post those questions into our questionnaire chat. Also, yep. we have a Patreon, Patreon, Patreon. We've we've uh, cat- expecto Patreon. Miss Patreon. It's like Vaporeon. Give us money, uh, just like our friends of the show, Haley and Himaru and Harry Potter, Cro- Crony, and our and best that's... friend of the show, Rob. We we love him the and most. Worst enemy of the show. The most money. Voldemort. Are we, are we still doing this? <laughs> I, don't I know am. You can doing. come along for the ride if you want. I'm doing it. I'm go all in. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna. Well, I'm gonna hard left turn into our next segment. Yeah. Instead. Lame. How about that? <laughs> A returning segment known as drinks and foods. I have brought today Spiegel Zyber, a horribly awesome. Uh, concoction a potion if you will brewed up by a potion ah, master there you go <laughs> yeah that's Brought a potion or... i thought we weren't it's going the draft way. of the living death that you've got no, there. that's what it sounds like it is coca-cola with coffee dark blend <clears throat> if you really want more caffeine yeah i bought a, a 12 fluid ounce can of this on a whim i also have coca-cola with coffee vanilla which i will save for a future drinks and foods but i was requested to do this one here um Serving size, one can. Well, the vanilla, the vanilla one sounds all right. Ah, you know, it's already accosted me. Chug, chug. All right, he scored it in his eye. Great. Uh, That I feel like that's not the first time that's happened on this. It's it's not. Not even on this show. I just have bad luck. So the the vanilla one sounds like it could be all right. This one sounds like it's going to be disgusting. How does it smell? Looks like it smells bad. Uh, it like. This is weird to say, but the first whiff of it smelled briefly of marijuana, which was confusing to me. Oh, that's not weird at all, baby. That that's how bad. they get it in. That's how they get you. <laughs> but then, upon future sniffs, it's just sort of like sour coffee. Like like weirdly sugary sour coffee. It looks like a can of coffee. It's like des- well, designed it's, it's to got, look like a coffee can. It's got Coca-Cola. I guess coffee does come in cans. Alright, yeah, so you gotta right. swish it around and then do your spit take. Oh, he's actually doing it. That's actually not that bad. Really? Hmm. How would you describe the taste? Is it burnt? Is it coffee? No, the the coffee 
the coffee-like roast accentuates the sweetness of the Coca-Cola, and it kind of tastes like a black cherry, like an almost like a Dr. Peppery type of of flavor to it. Well, hmm. as an investor in Coca-Cola, thank you for buying my products. I'm surprised and impressed that that's as good as it is. Uh, 70 calories, 2% sodium, 40 milligrams. How much caffeine? Uh, How many milligrams? How many servings well, here's the is fun that? part. That's the one can, so wow. 12 fluid ounces is is uh, 18 grams, 7% carbs, 18 grams of sugars, including 18 grams of added sugars for a total of 36% daily value of sugars. Zero protein, which, thank goodness, I did not want to deal with that. Oh, there's meat in my coffee, Coke. <laughs> not a significant source of saturated fat, trans I'm fat, still waiting cholesterol, for the ca- fiber, Nobody cares D, about this. Read the caffeine. Well, that's, I'm looking, and it, caffeine content, 69 milligrams per 12 fluid ounces. That's <laughs> nice. not very much at all. Nice. That, that's like, I have a Mountain Dew Zero Sugar, and like, that's what that is. I have a can yeah, right here, in fact. Is there a- it's like coffee. It's It says great Coca-Cola taste blended with rich, luxurious coffee, but it's like coffee flavor and none of the actual coffee caffeine apparently yeah it's like how much is in a regular than... coca-cola can <clears throat> i don't know i don't have a regular Ca- caffeine can. it's like i want to say it's like 30 something because mountain dew has like 60 so yeah so it's yeah. double regular can i guess well it's also 12 fluid ounces instead of a normal 12 fluid ounces for a normal can never mind it's just weird shaped can how many cans of soda do you just have like lying I told around you, your room? Coffee cans are well, I, designed like that. I had a Dr. Pepper with my lunch. Much so better choice. Dr. Pepper right here. How much caffeine is in that Dr. Pepper? A regular can of Dr. Pepper has uh, 41 milligrams. Man, this is why I don't drink Dr. Pepper all the time. So it's about a third as much caffeine as a can of Dr. Pepper. I like a Dr. Pepper. So my he's review. A good, he's a good uh, doctor. Coca-Cola with coffee, actually pretty good. I'd recommend it. It's not going to get you tripping on caffeine as much as just a cup of coffee. Might get you tripping on weed, though. (laughs) Yeah. It'll just be a novelty item that will disappear within a few months. Yeah, probably. Stock up. Stock up. Buy as much as you can because Spiegel's an investor. It's still really annoying that... They thought that the Dr. Pepper cream soda was going to be like a novelty item. And I'm just like, no, man, we're all still buying it. Please keep selling it. Yeah, I keep buying it. That stuff's great. All right, I'm done talking about this conversation. Cool. What is the next conversation we should talk about, Spiegel? I love the way the show just flows so effortlessly from topic to topic. It's just—it's <laughs> really a fantastic. Uh, the the we're doing a new segment this week. Uh, it's not so much a segment as it is just me talking about anniversaries and birthdays of video games because I love it so much. Um, and basically, it's it's called—I don't know why it's called this—but it's called potent potent notables. Um, no so tables. They, <laughs> Two people anyone, out there in the audience laughed. If anyone understands the reference, good for you. I do not, but that is what the segment is called. Uh, Games that came out within one week of this podcast being released on April 12th. So I'm actually going to have to delete this one because that's technically the next show. Yeah. Uh, April 16th in America. Brain Age. Train your brain in minutes a day. 2006, uh, April 16th came out for the Nintendo DS. It was Nintendo's first foray into the touch generations model of making video games here in america 
And uh, what do you guys think? You guys remember Brain Age? I got Brain Age for Christmas that year. I remember asking my parents for it because I'm like, this would be so cool to have and show my parents how cool and educational video games can be. I didn't have a DS. Sad. Very sad. I know, it was. Deg? I bought my copy of Brain Age at the Nintendo World store in New York City. Sad. Very sad. Uh, No, come on. Get out of here. I thought that I thought that would elicit more coolness. I'm I'm just uh, jealous. I'm not really, you know. I, I want to go to the Nintendo World Store. It was cool. It was neat. It was a fun trip. I might do that this year. And that was back when it was just like GameCubes and DSs and Game Boy Advances. I, I can't even imagine like all the merch and stuff they would have now. I don't think that they, that merch was that big of a thing back in 2006. Maybe I'm wrong, but they had they had a bunch of cool stuff. I bought a little Triforce pin that has the. I don't know, Katakana or Kanji or whatever for courage, power, and wisdom on the three different pieces. That's from the Nintendo World Store. And I took pictures. They have like, well, at the time they had like an old brick Game Boy that apparently had survived a barracks being bombed. It was so funny. Yeah, during Desert Storm. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. Like, man, I remember, I think I had a friend growing up whose game boy got run over by the lawnmower and still work we should build our houses out of these game boys yeah they you know you know how they always ask the question like why don't they build the planes out of the black box why don't they build the planes out of game boys even more indestructible and they probably weigh probably weighs less than steel if you think about it has someone done a comparison nokia versus game boy yet oh I'm sure there's a stupid YouTuber out there somewhere who has done it already. That'd be great. I remember back when um, G4 did the drop test for the PlayStation 2, the Xbox, and the GameCube, and the GameCube's lid popped off and the thing still worked. Oh, yeah, the lid is just a little lid thing. All you have to do is, is trigger the one switch in it to show, like, lid closed and everything spins up and runs properly. What I remember about that segment is that the GameCube won, like, yeah. you know, the GameCube Hands won, down. that thing is freaking indestructible, but they used that as an opportunity to take a shot at the GameCube's target audience, and they say, well, I guess if you're toddlers, you need to have an indestructible console. It's like, you jerks. That's a good thing that a console is, like, built sturdily. That's that's good. You want a sturdy console. I mean, they designed right? it to be carried around and stuff. I love that. It has a handle on the back. Yeah. I love it. It's great. Go over to your friend's house. The GameCube is the console of the future. People just don't know it yet. All the games in the future will be made for GameCube. So I like Dippin' Dots. No, it's it's better than Dippin' Dots, which is mostly just Dippin' Disappointment. Disappointing Dots. Mm, I like that better. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. The one thing that... Why did the GameCube have a handle on the back? To go to your friend's house Whack them. when the console that you were always landing together at friends' houses was the Xbox. Where's my 16-player Halo for GameCube, Nintendo? What's an Xbox? I, don't, I never had one. I don't think you could have put a handle on the Xbox and like had that work. That thing would have had to have been made of... like You had a two-man plate, carry it. Plate steel. Like it, it had to be carried with two hands like a, like a giant briefcase. No, you, you, you just get... You on one side, your buddy on the other side. You count like three, two, one, lift. Someone throws their back out. No, you just get two it, diagonal straps that make an X, and then you just grab them from the top and. Oh, and it's on brand. 
very smart Zyber. So it begins with an X. Oh man, there's dun, so much dun, synergy dun. going on in this podcast right now. I can't even I can't even listen to it anymore. I still play Brain Age to this day, actually. Really? Not Brain Age train your brain in minutes a day, but um whenever Nintendo had their like redeem points for free downloads things and one of the things that I got for that and downloaded was Brain Age Sudoku and I I'm very, very close to finally actually finishing all of the Sudoku puzzles. I'm at like 80%. And I play it occasionally before going to bed, uh, since I don't have any new uh, Picross games to play right now. You finish all the Mario Picross games? I it just can't anymore with that. <laughs> it's, it's not worth it. It's not. But I do, yeah, still playing Brain Age. It's not that Brain Age, but it is Brain Age. So it's still relevant in uh, 2021, 15 years later. Relevant for minutes a day. Mm-hmm. That's all I uh, aimed for. All right, now let's do the everyone's favorite, the upcoming releases, because it is April 12th, and April 12th, 2021, and this podcast is immediately irrelevant literally the next day uh, in terms did of ever, upcoming releases. Did you ever what? notice... That all of our segments are everyone's favorite segment. Almost like this is just everyone's favorite podcast. Whoa! Just like where... There was the... There was the... the uh, Sorry. (laughs) Well, and we we just had our video audio content of me, Kermit, sipping my Coke with coffee. Oh. Mm. I think this (laughs) this episode is special, (laughs) though, because uh, everyone's favorite host is hosting this one. We, We got Piddleback? No, unless you count me peddling over Street, not Street Fighter, Fortune Street Fortune Fighter. Street. There we go. I would, yeah, I would try that. Oh man, Fortune Street Fighter would be. I'd play that. People are yeah. like, "You've done yeah. too much." Would you pedal. buy it? Question mark. Wait, Fortune Street out. Fighter. Wheel of Fortune Street Fighter. <laughs> too much, or not far enough. And Knuckles. And Knuckles featuring Dante from Double May Cry. My Dragon Ball I'm sure. Look, <laughs> I'm, we can we can workshop this later. Anyway, uh, the games that are coming out this week. Uh, there's 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 one. Um, it's just a bunch of ports and stuff that nobody really cares about. Mostly, just like really, ninety nine percent of this year has been so far. But but ninety nine percent. You say ninety nine. As I still yes ninety nine. Uh, I'll get yeah. Pac-Man 99. It didn't even come out this week. It came out last week, but it was a surprise. We didn't talk about it on last week's episode because they just kind of dropped it, you know, just right into into the shop to download for free. It's on Switch. It's like Tetris 99, but it's Pac-Man. I have not played it yet. Has anyone else uh, played it yet? I'm not really interested, honestly. I don't like Pac-Man. You were the one that I most expected to be into it of the three of us because you fell so hard for Tetris 99. Well, yeah, because Tetris is like an interesting game to apply like battle mechanics too i'm not sure that mario or pac-man are that's I mean, my mario what it sounded fine pac-man it's like here's all these things we had to add in order for it to actually work as a, a well i thing. mean they've already had the four-player battle pac-man stuff for years like pac-man championship edition or whatever i think yeah that was on pac-man there. versus uh, i yeah. did not know about those yeah well pac-man Sorry. at this point is is a franchise that has been so like 
it's been stripped down and given a new coat of paint and like totally retooled and rebuilt from the ground up and Pac-Land and Pac-Man World and Pac-Man and Pac-Man Championship Edition and yeah, Super Pac-Man 3D World, Pac-Man Fortune Street Fighter of Fortune Wheelman and it's just I don't know. They just have tried to do so much with that thing at this point, and I'm kind of just I'm kind of just over Pac-Man in general. I don't really want to play that game anymore. It's all about Puck-Man now. You know, in Japan. Well, they don't want to call it Puck-Man in America because it would be too easy to change bit. it to something else. Yeah. Yep. That's true. That's Paku, a true story. Paku. Yep. So nothing else came out? No, it was... A, it was yeah, it's been awful this year. I mean, like, you know, that you don't want to. And and you know what? And games are still getting delayed too. Like we're starting to really see the effects of, you know, whatever um, of things and, and yeah. world events. Yeah, Deathloop, uh which we were going to talk about got delayed again for the second time. Now has been delayed from May, mid-May to September 14th. And uh that's a story. Um do you guys think that all these delays are are really kind of kind of put a damper on on the games industry for this year and kind of really result in like slower development cycles down the road too i think that's already happened because this is you know we already had a year of games being delayed so we've already gone to the point where it's pushing a lot of things back for Deathloop and stuff i'm kind of like uh eh, whatever because i still need a ps5 by the time it comes out (laughs) i think that's where the effect is the most like impactful or telling is we have all these delays that have gone down the pipeline over the past year that are obviously things are going to get delayed in the year coming forward because you know that's just how it kind of all rolls downhill and the fact that they just released new consoles without games for them and now we're dealing with no games are coming out for them because all the games are getting delayed. So what's the point? Why why are people scrambling for these new consoles when they're, as we've said before, nothing to play on them anyway? I question that every day. And there's going to continue to be nothing to play on them because everything keeps getting delayed. Deathloop was the big thing, and now it's pushed back, and those PS5 purchases aren't looking so smart anymore, huh? We need a PS5 ambassador program. It's, yeah, it's called... um. Game Pass. <laughs> you mean PlayStation Now? Yeah, same basic idea. Do you want to talk about the Game Pass thing? Because there was a pretty big story this week that uh, that kind of came out regarding Game Pass and a Sony exclusive property. Yeah, the MLB The Show is no longer Sony or um, PlayStation exclusive, which means that it will be released on Xbox, which means that it will probably show up on Game Pass which is going to be real awkward for Sony. There's no probably about it. It is showing up on Game Pass. That was the big part of the story that like got everyone all riled up. And basically basically here's how this works, okay? So Sony owns the right to develop the game and they can publish it wherever they want. However, in this clause, in this contract that they have with Major League Baseball, Major League Baseball retains the right to publish the game wherever they see fit. And this year, it's on Xbox and it's on Nintendo Switch because it is coming to Switch as well. It's kind of been buried and I, I don't I feel like I haven't heard anything about that version of the game. So who knows if it's still coming. But that's, that was the intent. And then Microsoft, being Microsoft, is like, Hey, we're Microsoft, you're Major League Baseball. What if we just gave you a bunch of money to like make this a Game Pass game too? And they're like, Yeah, we like we're Major League Baseball. We love money. We love money more than baseball, obviously. If either of you watch baseball, you would know that. 
Um, so I mean, this... it's a professional sport. Of course, it loves money more than the sport. Yeah, uh, yeah, hundred percent. I thought they liked apple pies. Nope. No one's what? into that anymore. It's kind of like how no one's into baseball anymore. No one likes Cracker Aww. Jacks either. I was watching <laughs> baseball yesterday, you cretin. <laughs> Just like my grandma. Well, and you know. Yeah, me and Zyber's grandma were watching it together. <laughs> I don't want to tell you how that went. I don't need to. Hanging out with grandmas is great. Yeah. It'd be nice if I so, could. But here's the thing, though. If it's coming out for a Game Pass, I mean, it's also coming out for PC because anything that Xbox, Microsoft puts on the Xbox slash Game Pass automatically is on PC. So so it went from being on one console to being on to be everything on except Stadia, I guess. We don't know that it's not coming to Stadia. <laughs> we haven't been told otherwise. That's an but- interesting... You got to wonder what Sony's like. Obviously, they're going to put a good face on it for PR and all that kind of stuff. But you got to wonder what their internal like freak out over this had to have been like. We make all these games, and what did they do? They dare give it to everyone. <laughs> well, I mean, it is it is likely the end of so or near the end of Sony's contract with Major League Baseball. So at this point, Major League Baseball is probably just like, look. You know, we're pro- we're not really interested in this platform exclusivity thing. Like, you guys sold a lot of games for us, but ultimately, there's the market is so big now, and we need to grow the popularity of our sport in America. And America really buys a lot of freaking Xboxes, so that seems to be a decent move financially for them. That seems for to be the, the right M- move. MLB certainly, right? Yeah, and I forget what I was going to say. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember Haley, my fiance, talking about this, saying that her dad is super into MLB, but, like, he never wanted to play the game on her PlayStation, so now he gets the chance to play on his Xbox instead. Then that is new money. That is new money for MLB, and that's engagement. That's new engagement with their sport that they wouldn't have had otherwise. Like, to, to me, the fact that MLB hasn't done this yet just shows how stupid MLB is on a lot on a lot of their decisions. This seems like a well, no-brainer. They, they probably didn't think about it. They're just like, what they is probably they think about it. They were probably locked into a 10-year contract, and both both sides of the contract probably like money too much to break the contract. But they don't have to break a contract. There's no way that MLB would sign a contract with Sony for platform exclusivity. They've always retained this right. I mean, I'm, I, I guess I'm technically mind-reading here, but it seems inconceivable to me that they would sign a contract that included platform exclusivity. Well, why would Sony sign a contract that doesn't? Yeah, that doesn't. Money? Because of money? I don't know. To be it's, fair, it's, we the game isn't it, even out yet. We don't even know if the game is going to be released in a functional state on Xbox. So we we'll see how that goes. That wouldn't that be the ultimate? That'd be the ultimate twist and turn. It has microtransactions oh. for every console but PlayStation. Yes classic uh, EA sports game problems. Release a game that doesn't function. You only hey, get one team EA, to start with. You know what? Wouldn't it be terrible if EA got the Major League Baseball Players Association license for the next, whatever the next contract is, for however that long that is? Go, they oh, go ahead and ruin another sports game franchise? That's why I'm always oh, confused. Right on... It's like, what, what sports games are you talking about? There are no sports games. Huh. I got Bill Lambeer's combat basketball on super nintendo yesterday that's a sports game 
Just all like, these, all these games, these sports games. All these. Well, these all EA. These? All these. Why all can't these I hold present. all these sports games? With um, it's interesting to think that EA could potentially attempt to try and bid and buy up the MLB uh, rights to that. Right on the verge of them, for instance, losing the Star Wars exclusivity. And I think there's there's been some contention with NFL's uh, contracts with EA, haven't there? If I remember, because of the debacle that was the the Madden release. I mean, at this point, if you're the NFL, I, I they're probably thinking the same thing that MLB is thinking, which is like, why did we ever give a license to like why did we ever give an exclusive license to anyone and like and lock money behind a publisher? Money yeah. for us? Why did we lock them behind a publisher? Like that doesn't make any sense. What what kind of decision making was that? That, but a lot of those contracts were signed when the industry was smaller. The industry is just what? freaking huge now, and everyone buys and these games. Th- it makes me think as well with EA. Like, obviously, that's a good deal for EA to sign. But where, where is like, for instance, the NFL's incentive on that? Like, yes, we will only have it through you, and not hey, whoever wants to pay us money to make football games can do so. Like, what weird contract to sign? Well, the one the one good part is that then the NFL isn't signing contracts with developers who have a really good sales pitch but have no actual developer talent, and you get games like Backbreakers or NFL Street. Actually, I think NFL Street was EA too, but uh, but like those games weren't good. <laughs> uh, like, so uh, you kind of do run a risk if you're the NFL. They don't know anything about making games, so like they they probably got this pitch from EA that's like, look, we have like the ultimate talent at Tiberon, like they know or Tiberon. They know what they're doing. Like they're going to make the best possible NFL game. And those guys over 2K, they don't know anything. And like anyone else is just a joke that you got like mutant league football or whatever. Um, so I kind of get it, but I just think that the, that these these sports, these leagues are just too big. The game industry is too big. They've got to have people that are that are better at making these types of decisions now than they did two decades ago. Yeah, I agree. I concur. All right. All right, everyone agrees with Spiegel. This is my kind of show. What's next? Uh, did you know, Spiegel, speaking of things coming to their end, that E3 is not dead. It is still around. It has not come to its end. Man, E3 is Wild so dead. to think about. It's so dead. You know, man, like, it's just, it's dead. It's been dead for two decades, and it's never coming back, and it's never been less relevant. And yet, we're still having another E3. That is dead. It's it's never, it's not, it's dead. Yeah, you know, E3 released the GameCube, dead. Uh, E3 released the Wii, dead. E3 released the Wii U, dead. Wait a minute. What are you nope. even, t- I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't know. Uh, Last but, thing I saw, but, though, was that Sony and Square Enix aren't going to be a part of it. Or at least they haven't said they are yet. I mean, why bother? Well, Sony's been checked out of E3 for years now. Square for, is a yeah. little more surprising, but they had all that success recently with like airing their own event. To me, like E3 being an all digital event is sort of just like it, it's like a it's like a it's they're almost the ESA is almost trying to be traffic cops, right? And say like, okay, you guys go over here, you guys go over here. So like, different companies aren't competing with each other. That's basically what they're paying the ESA for. So that they're that they all have their own designated time slot where everyone's like, okay, this is when the Nintendo thing is going to be on. So we know that we need to go watch the Nintendo thing now, and that there's not any potential competition with you know whatever Microsoft is doing at the time. It's all just like a very orderly 
approach to like scheduling these things that that and that's what i've always liked about e3 is like every company gets their moment yeah i'm surprised that that hasn't had conflicting like video whatever things yet like with sony now having a whatever conference state of play state of play yeah like i'm surprised that they haven't accidentally like set them to be at the same time or even day i guess that required nintendo to even have a schedule or even release anything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the odds of two companies releasing something on the same day are so astronomical because, like, A, if, if you're the company that goes first and says, hey, we're doing this on, you know, July 26th, we're going to have an event. Like, why would the other company who also plans to do something on July 26th, why would they go ahead and still do it on July 26th? Like, that seems illogical. I don't know. I think Nintendo would do that. <laughs> Nintendo would. I don't think anyone else would. Nintendo doesn't care. They wouldn't do it like maliciously. They'd just be like, "This is what we had decided to do, so we're just doing it." We're Nintendo. It's our roadmap. Yee. Switch Gotta Plus. Follow the roadmap. Switch Plus is coming out soon. By the way, I don't know if you guys knew this. I've always known it's going to come out with Mother Three as a, a launch title. <laughs> Very funny. Peering into the future. Uh, he's peering into an alternate timeline if he thinks Mother 3 it's is coming a future. Out. Sorry, I'm going to go to that future. alternate timeline. We'll send your consciousness there, uh, Zero Time Dilemma style. Oops, oh I just I just spoiled that entire series. Not, not really. No, not really. Well, <laughs> I don't even remember what that means. <laughs> okay, well, anyway. Uh, so, I played the first so, game. I get it. So the Switch uh, had a firmware update a couple of days ago that just kind of came out of nowhere. They They tend to, but... The reason it kind of really surprised me was because it had one patch note. It was version 12.0, so they went from version 11. Point whatever to 12.0, which typically indicates some big sort deal. of big update, like a big deal, right? Folders? Yeah. Nope, they're not doing that. Eshop re- overhaul? Nope. Uh, voice Ugh. chat? Nope. <laughs> you nope. know, you know that's not happening. Um, they fixed a glitch with like some like audio bug or something like that. I don't even remember the patch note. Which facilitated a change to 12.0. Right. So what actually did facilitate that change? Well, data miners have discovered that there is uh, that there's like some Bluetooth stuff in there, that there is a hidden uh, firmware update that I believe allows the dock firmware now to be updated. Now, why would the dock need to be updated? I ask you. Per- could it be perhaps because a new console will need to be inserted into it at some point in the near future, and they just needed to get this update out now? I don't know. Perhaps to give more support for Ethernet adapters. And it does harken... No. (laughs) But it does harken back to what I said uh, at some point about the Switch Plus, which is the question of, is there going to be a Dock Plus? Are they upgrading the actual hardware of the Dock, or are they going to do just that firmware that obviously these data miners have found? Because now I'm starting to think that it might not be new hardware if they're allowing well, the, firmware the, updates the on the dock. Switch is going to be new hardware for sure. I don't well, yeah, think the that they're... For it, sure. the it, doesn't sound like, it doesn't sound like they're doing a new dock based on that alone. Which I find interesting because so much of the up-res and whatnot is done in the dock for whenever you dock it. They're like the extra power and etc. whatever for going from whatever it is in handheld mode to whatever it is on the, the TV screen compelling i know i'm speaking from a place of wide knowledge but that's that's all up in the dock so is that all up via software 
apparently? Or are there hardware components that are handling that kind of stuff? I don't know. I don't know about tech garbage. Cyber, tell me. You're IT, right? Um, yeah. So I guess it depends on how good the dog is already. So what you're telling me is that the dock has always had 4K capabilities and they just decided not to. I mean, yeah, it could be. Blowing this thing wide open here live. I am the, the yeah, l- let's uh, <laughs> let's do some speculation and just say well, that could happen or that couldn't happen, you know. Cuz uh, if they are not... if they're always going to plan on having a Switch Plus, then I could see them having the dock set up because otherwise you'd have to have a new dock for the Switch Plus and that's a lot harder of an accessory to get yeah i mean it could be that the switch plus comes with the dock it needs but what we can't be that for certain i mean they they sold the new 3ds's without charging cables that's what i was (laughs) that's a good point actually that's a real good point but the one thing the one thing about that though is that means that if you came into the switch ecosystem with the switch uh the switch light you're out of luck. You got to get a dock from somewhere, unless they're just going to start selling them separately, which they they might already be doing. I don't Hopefully know. they would. But also, yeah, yeah, they well, are they are selling the docks separately, the no, regular that, ones. That doesn't make sense to me because if you came into the Switch ecosystem with a Switch Lite, you're either going to need to buy the Switch Plus or the Switch Plus Lite. If you get the Switch Plus Lite, you don't hold need on, a dock. Hold on, there's no Switch Plus Lite. That's not a thing that's happening, is it? I assume it that it will happen eventually. I'm just based off of how Nintendo functions. I'm sorry, certain go. that that will happen eventually. Sorry, finish your point. I'm sorry. But the point that I'm making is, you're, you if, if are they are they planning to sell the Switch Plus without a dock and just treat it as a quote unquote upgrade system and assume that some people either already have a Switch and are getting a dock or forcing people to buy a dock separately that doesn't make sense to me i would think that the switch plus would just come with its own dock in box wouldn't it we can't be certain with nintendo i agreed that it was terrible that that the new 3ds didn't come with a charging cable but they did but on the other hand by the time the new 3ds was coming so many of those charging cables were just out in the world I mean, you'd think so, but I worked at GameStop at the time that the, the, the new 3DS came out originally, and it didn't come with that charge cable. And let me tell you, we were freaking sold out of those things for weeks, and people were getting pissed off at me. And I was like, it's not my fault. I'm sorry. It's not my decision. So we literally started, like, we started... Our star started. Uh, our store started, uh, like, putting out little advertisements, like, hey, we'll give you 50%, uh, like, off a pre-owned game under 20 bucks if you'd like sell us your 3d your extra 3ds chargers like we were just like printing out like handmade flyers because we just needed them so bad the (laughs) the company gave us no support we had to do it ourselves you're just opening the 2ds boxes and stealing the chargers yeah i mean well no we didn't do that but i'd like you know we it was was a mess we could have it was a mess so So don't do it again don't do it again give us a freaking dock with that system yeah, yes. I don't care if it costs more. It's fine. I'll put one. I'll put a dock downstairs in my basement, and I'll put one up here in the in the game room, yeah. or something. Who doesn't want it? I mean, households these days we've got multiple TVs. We need multiple docks. Come on, Nintendo. Yeah, Haley and I will be completely. That... Haley and I will be completely fine with four docks. There's too many <laughs> TVs in America. It's it's perverting the the youth of this nation. Melting brains. Well, you know, I did think it was you crazy go with how audio. Sorry, <laughs> audio only media. 
I did. I did think it was crazy that people were putting TVs in their bathrooms, and this was like when tube TV was still a thing. The CRTs. Yeah. Dude, so I'm a I'm a member of a of another Discord group. I know it's blasphemous, right? <gasps> Monster. Um, but one of the things that we do on a daily basis is we we uh, have these like little discussion questions where they ask like, you know, what is your favorite game for this console, or you know, have you ever broken a controller out of rage or whatever? Um, one of the questions from uh, the early part of this month was, do you have a uh, bathroom gaming setup? And I was like, <laughs> no, it's freaking disgusting. I want to play games in there. And then someone posted a picture of this bathroom that had this giant like big screen tv there's like a toilet here giant tv with like five consoles underneath it i'm like if my Why? bathroom looked like that i would never leave like i would just be there forever and you'd I, I could literally just live in the bathroom if that was my setup okay here's 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 a couple of things that just flashed through my brain in a fit of apoplectic rage right now one <laughs> really so mad who wants to spend that much time on the toilet your legs will fall off maybe they have crohn's disease yeah, but they don't want to be there. Maybe they're in they the don't want to have. They don't want to have Crohn's disease. No one wants to have Crohn's disease. <laughs> Least of all people with Crohn's disease. <laughs> so, like, why are you making it more attractive to sit on the toilet and and have your legs, your feet go numb from the hard ceramic? Game on a couch like a normal person. Game in bed with your Switch or your DS or your, everybody has or your wife. A, Play with your PS Vita. Play with roll your... right over Spiegel's comment. <laughs> Play with your wife. Second of all, is it a bathroom or is it a powder room? Because if it's like a full-on like room what has a shower in it, all of those consoles and whatnot are just going to die. You're just, well, you can't shower in that room anymore because the steams kill all your electronics. Anyone who is rich enough to have a setup as elaborate as the one that I saw, and I, I can't really describe it as as uh, crazy as this thing was, um, they don't they they don't care about money. They they don't. That's, Makes it's no angry. object. I want you to go back to that Discord server and tell them specifically that I hate them. Tell them I hate them. Tell them I hate them. <laughs> All right, we exactly. need to we need to do the album thing. Yes, album of the week. Um. Apparently, we have assigned this I, to Zyber. I assigned it to uh, Zyber. Maybe he wasn't looking. I'm sorry. I don't know. Um, who's, just who was it? Was it talking. Justin this week? I this was... User. Okay, so this album was brought to us by this Justin, or this That's... Justin, if you... His name is Justin. Anyway, uh, he is the drummer in my band. Um, oh, who, I didn't who, ever put that together. Yeah, I don't think I knew yeah, that. That's why we all have the same like bad taste in music. Uh, the, al- the album was very childish, uh, as as noted by Zyber. No, uh, the, it was the album was Relaxer by the the band Alt J. Deg, I know you posted today a very long treatise uh, of your thoughts of the album. Do you want to kick it off here? Because I think you maybe have articulated it better than either Zyber well, or, I, or I did. What I would like to do is only articulate here on the podcast my takeaway overall of the album itself. If you would like to hear my breakdown or read my breakdown of each of the eight songs on the album, you can check that out in the Album of the Week uh, channel on the Discord. But, here, let me read. I'm just I'm straight up going to read it because I'm too lazy to put it into good thoughts, so deal with it. Well, are you are you telling people to go to the Discord or are you reading the Discord right now? I'm <laughs> telling people to go, to go read it and I'm going to read just what I wrote as the overall of the album. If you want to read each song broken down, go read it yourself. Okay. Okay, that's not confusing at all, right? 
I mean, the be- I, my, I, I just can't even function at this point, so just read it. Uh, the beginning and end of this album are wonderful. Some of the middle parts honestly drag down the whole experience, but the ending certainly makes up for it. I love the range covered, not just across the album, but even within some of the songs. That said, some of the places it takes us to I don't particularly appreciate personally. Still, I'm very pleased to have listened, and it sent me away with a good taste in my mouth. So I liked it. I, I didn't want to give it a an out of five rating because it's our first one on the comeback and I don't feel very confident yet to um, say anything. But I'm thinking like a probably it's going to fall around like a four out of five once I actually have some things to measure it up against. Okay. that's That was my takeaway on it. I liked it. I, I enjoyed listening. I'd say my takeaway is that, uh, well, if you want to see my accidental autocorrect mistake, you'll have to go to Discord and read it. But I thought it was chillish. Um, I could, like, almost never understand what they were singing, except for this part where they kept repeating curse words. I was able to hear that. (laughs) Um, Honestly, I was kind of listening to it while I was mentally feeling there was a weight on my body. So I'm not sure how into it I really was. Hmm. Did it do what it said it wanted to do by the album title, which is relax, or did it relax you a little bit, or did it really not get you out of that that space? Because like some oh, music for me can do that. No, no it didn't. Okay. It definitely didn't. I was I was super confused by it too much. Uh-huh. I I really thought it was it was a solid album. Uh, I am comfortable rating it, uh, Deg, because I. I've rated a lot of albums, so I'm yeah. not necessarily comparing it to like albums in the club. I'm comparing it more to just other albums that I've listened to. That's sort of the approach I took. I gave it a four out of five uh, as well uh, because I thought that it it was a really interesting album to me because it did kind of start off. It started off v- like it's been a couple days. I meant to listen to it before we did the podcast, but then I forgot. Yeah, I listened um, to it yesterday and today specifically for this. <laughs> I, I recall that it sort of started off with like almost like a party vibe. It was, it had some really nice grooves, some heavy grooves. And then as the album progressed, it slowly became more and more like peaceful, relaxing. Right. And then I felt like the last track, which was the absolute standout of the album, which name, the name is escaping me. If someone wants to look that up, the last song on the album, it started off very peaceful. Cleater. One Last more time, year. pleader, yeah. leader. Uh, it it started off very calm, and then it sort of built to this very epic, this very grandiose conclusion, uh, which I thought was very. It was uh, it was almost celebratory. It the entire album felt like kind of going to sleep and then waking up and feeling great, um, and that was that was a very uh, to me. It just it's. I thought it was just a really well constructed uh, album, Dag. What you said, some stuff didn't quite click with me, but I thought that most of it was just really nice. I really like your uh, falling asleep and waking up comparison. That's good. I can't can't articulate as well as you just did. Yeah, you can't. I can't. Uh, so Classic. good pick, Justin. Uh, my pick is coming up today. Look for it in the Discord thingy. Link in the description below. I'm really Don't excited worry. about my. You know, can we just can I just say what it is? Because I'm on the show. I mean, it's, yeah, it's you already picked it. It's in the Discord right now as people it is. are listening. It is. Uh, so my album of the of the week is Welfare Jazz by the Viagra Boys. 
uh, which is a very unfor- it's an unfortunate band name I know, but it's like it's like po- it's post punk uh, like it's like dance punk. There's a saxophone. Uh, it's very it's very heavy but very groove oriented. So it's I, I think you guys will think this is a you're either gonna hate this or you're gonna just absolutely love it. I don't think there's a lot of middle ground here. So will it turn like me the- on? I hope so. I think so. For if you have if if it turns you on for more than four hours, consult a doctor. I just like the jazz part of that. You know me. It's, I mean, it's not it's not jazzy. The name of the album is Welfare Jazz, but it's not a jazzy album. Well, then I'm out. Okay, you're lost. <laughs> this is I think the be- I think this is the best album of 2021. Uh, of the two, so of them? far. I will. Please, there's been so many great releases this year. Oh, I thought you meant in our album of the week club. Yeah. Oh no, I, no. I think of the year 2021, this is the best album of the year so far. Oh, wow, listening to modern music. Nice. Crazy. I know I'm, not I'm a real I'm a real bohemian or something or something. Do oh, we we don't have forward. time for we don't have time for minutes <laughs> recap, do we? Oh, we got like seven uh, minutes we, we right got, now. We got a couple minutes here. I'll say the thing that I did the past week. Oh yeah, I wrote Kingdom Hearts fan fiction. I finished my fourth Stop chapter. It. Ten thousand words in that chapter. It almost doubled right. my my story. All right, Zyber, I want to pick your brain. You said you finished the fourth chapter. Have you done a roadmap for your fanfiction? Do you know how many chapters you will have by the end? So the first and second chapter should have actually been one chapter, but I got bored and split in half. Otherwise, the chapters are going to be like one world per chapter. So uh, let's see here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, at least nine more chapters to go. Nine more. There's thirteen total chapters. Yeah, oh, maybe fourteen. Thirteen for the to organization. Oh my god. The thirteen darknesses. Yeah, even though this is based on the first game. Um, I hate it. I want you to know I've not read a word of it, and I hate it. That's fine. I have not advertised it to anyone in our Discord. Fair enough. I, I for one, would like to read it. I think that you are a very talented young man. Uh, with with uh, an excellent skill for diction and uh, for writing things about characters that people want to have intercourse with sometimes. You've got a bright future ahead of you in smut for Kingdom Hearts and Disney, specifically only. Kingdom Maybe smut. Some Final Fantasy. I feel too embarrassed to show it. <laughs> oh, no, it's... You. Yeah, look, you worked hard on it, you know? I think, like, we make fun of it, but in in love, you know? Because we're in love with you. You're just in love with my smutty characters. Hey, you take hey. what you can get. <laughs> so, sometimes you can't separate the characters from the author, okay? That's not my fault. And honestly, like, getting it out there and having people read and critique, as long as you have, like kind of the thick skin for it like that's just how you get better i mean just writing to begin with is the hard first step but then the second step that is also just as hard is having people read it and give you feedback yeah so i actually stopped writing uh, back when my laptop died because it was like a month until i had a computer and i just didn't feel like it afterward but then about a week or two ago i got email notification that someone followed and favorited it just like dang it someone's actually reading this (laughs) The pressure's on. Yeah. So, so is it like on ff.net or something? Yeah, I got on two sites. Nice. Well, time for us to uh, try and Google search and find it. 
Uh, bonus points to whichever fan of the show finds it first. Just so you know, it's not under Zyber. <laughs> oh, well, I'm out. Still waiting for that Bombers fan fiction, guys. I don't know where it is. We, you know, we've been asking for it for like literally like coming Two up on our years. third year here. So, <laughs> what's going on? Gosh, I feel old. Dude, this we are week, old. It's yeah, really sad. Um, I'm not. I don't want to think about it. Instead, I'll think about how. This past week, I finally finished 100%ing Horizon Zero Dawn, and I completed my New Game Plus Ultra Hard playthrough, which I am very proud of. Nerd! Nerd! Hey, shut up. That game is awesome, and I can't... It's Forbidden West is the only reason I want a PS5. Forbidden Lust is the only reason I want a PS5. Well, that's Zyber's fanfiction of Horizon. Oh, sorry, I got him mixed up. I mean, I don't like Horizon enough to write a fanfiction of it. If could. there's not already a fan fiction of Horizon Zero Dawn called Horizon Forbidden Zero Lust, I, I, we riot. Um, oh, there was there's this great book. Uh, oh shoot, there's this great like trash novel in this uh, in this uh, bookstore near my house. Uh, it's in the urban fiction category, oh, and boy. I believe it's called Sex in the Hood. The THA. Go THA, on. THA, yeah. And it's, it's, I don't need to. It's, uh, oh man. That's, a, that's, that's a book. That's what else. they should be teaching kids in school. <laughs> I also started Bravely Second and, um, I'm actually playing it. I'm like, it's kind of hard to tell how far into it because I think that my save file is somewhere around like 11 or so hours, but oh, I was gosh. doing that weird, I was doing that weird chompy thing where I just <laughs> yeah. set it aside and let it run. You actually did that. Uh, yeah, I goofed around with it because I just had it running in the background while I was working on, I think, some bomber stuff or some other thing in general. I don't even remember. I would like it more if uh, you didn't have to. You like sell everything when it when the box gets full. Yeah, I wish it was fully automated in in like one of those cookie clicker things instead of yeah. Hey, you know, wait five minutes and then press a button in order to wait five minutes again because it's like then I. Then I'm paying attention, and it defeats the purpose of it just running. What we we doing? So real quick, how would you compare it to the first game? Um. Well, the chomper thing is kind of stupid. <laughs> Go on. I mean, uh, the past didn't, that <laughs> didn't exist in the first game. Not sure if you you were aware. Um. It's pretty much more of the same, honestly. The one thing that I was really annoyed by was the whole um, side quests. You have to pick one to. to one job to get and you don't get the other one because my completionist self uh hates it you'll get a second chance don't worry okay good i was hoping that would happen eventually but other than that yeah it's pretty much the exact same game my completionist self hates this podcast because i listened to the whole thing <laughs>